Before I start the video, I just want to say that I've gotten better at deciphering through websites so you all can get more precise and up-to-date information on the things that I talk about. Also, this episode may not be as geared towards the environment, it still is, but I also wanted to talk about this because it will be a good segment off of the food dilemma and also it is just important to talk about. Thank you and I hope you enjoy. Hello, my name is Jamal Henderson, and on this episode of Institute, I want to talk about redlining. Redlining is basically the practice of not giving someone a mortgage or insurance. It's really more of a discriminatory practice because it was basically targeted towards Black people or Hispanic people. Notice I said Black and Hispanic people because I said it's a discriminatory thing, and that's just their race. So it was anybody, basically, who was in categorizing those races. That was the main part of it, and this started in 1933, so you may be wondering why I'm talking about this since this was almost a century ago. It ended in 1968, but the thing is, the effects are still here because it created such detrimental effects. Because basically, people couldn't own houses because of the fact that they couldn't get mortgage loans because of the HLLC, which HLLC is the Homeowners Loan Corporation, and basically, they would categorize them as dangerous or hazardous and that's why it's literally called redlining is because like on the map they'll mark it red because that's what they they can identify not to basically put loans and stuff there because they didn't want to take that risk and you may see that's understandable to you realize it was basically only a few races that had to deal with this which is why it became an issue then why it's even an issue still now almost a century later which is crazy to think of something that you may not even think of that is so old that is still causing such effects. And so, for example, right now we're actually doing pretty good. 65.5% of the U.S. population owns houses, which is good. That means it increased by 1.3 compared to last year. 72.1% of all Caucasians own households. 43.4% of all Black Americans actually own households. So you can see almost a 30% drop already. And then Asians is 61.7% of them own houses, which is pretty good. And then 51.1% of all Hispanics own houses in the US, which is, once again, you can see that over 25% drop in comparison for Black Americans and Hispanic Americans compared to white Americans, respectively. And it's also causing huge issues for the environment as well. Because basically all these people are moving. So what happens is. I just want to quickly highlight how massive of a deal this is that Hispanics are actually over 50%. Because this is the first time in history this has ever happened, which is really good. They are still facing discriminatory issues, but they are doing better than ever. And even though the U.S. population of people owning houses has increased black people actually are lower than what they were a decade ago so many 10 years ago more black people actually owned houses than they do right now it's just crazy to think about the fact that we're actually going backwards and this causes huge issues on the environment as well because all these people are owning houses now so more and more houses are being built and more people are moving to these houses and it's also really bad for Black people, because simply they're the ones who can't afford to move to different households, so they're stuck in these households, 
and it just causes a lot of effects on them as well, which I will list shortly how this affects them. People who are have been in the red line area, even if time has passed, if they're still around that area or in that area, even though over 50 years has passed and this has been abolished, they typically have worse health issues, would have worse health issues, they have a poor education, and then they actually make less money. And then it's also harder for them to get out of these areas because they're receiving less, they don't make as much money, they don't have as well of education. The difference in education, if you're like around these areas or in that area, is like a nine million difference. Of course, it's also changes depending on what city you are, what state you are, but like a nine million difference. And that is a humongous per school, per school. You have to really think of that in comparison for these red line areas compared to non-red line areas. So the health things is because basically gentrification happens where urbanization is basically what's happening where they don't see these houses as, as valuable. See, they don't worry and care as much about these factories and all this stuff now coming to this area. So it's becoming worse because now they're having to deal with all these fossil fuels and all this emissions and basically all this stuff that's going in the air. So it becomes harder for them to breathe. So it's affecting their health as well. And all this movement as well from just urbanization is also causing it to be worse for the climate overall. And once again, since they're not making as much money, just they can't actually leave. So it becomes harder for them to leave. And then what happens is also part of gentrification is typically like another race, let's say Caucasian, for example, that's just typically who would move to another place is they would go to another place and then it would increase the value of the area around them, which is you think may be good. But the thing is now it's becoming harder for them to actually afford to live there because the mortgage and stuff is going up. So now they have to leave, but you don't exactly make the income and stuff to leave and it's still harder for them to get loans for mortgage and insurance and all this stuff to this day. So it becomes a thing where they're almost stuck there and it's just worse overall for their health and well-being and then it's terrible for the environment as well because all this movement and stuff, you have to have land for that. So all this land is being destroyed. So you guys have urbanization and stuff. So it's actually really bad for the environment and they're not doing anything to help the environment. So it's really bad for these people, but it's also really bad for this environment overall. And it just causes so many issues to this day to where even if you, let's say your parents, they make the same exact income, you're black American. And then the other person I'm using an example, so white American, even if y'all, they make their exact same income, they still, the black American still more likely to have a worse education and still to make less money, even though they had the exact same background in terms of pay. So they had the same exact opportunities on paper. They're still more likely to receive less fortunate events because of that, just because of where they're living. And that's a crazy thing to think about, something that you can't even control. You're being affected by, and you have to deal with these effects. And it's just not fair. And it's, like I said, once again, bad for the environment. It's just a bad thing overall. And it's just not talked about. People don't realize that. That is still a thing to this day. Also, I want to mention this movie. This movie is called Freedom Writers. And it is a great example of basically what it actually is to be like in this red line areas. 
and then just see the effects of what they have to go through. And it's really good. So you can just get a better understanding and be more empathetic towards it and just shed more light on it. So once again, it's called Freedom Rights. I'll probably try to put a link down in the description for that. But yeah, that is just something I wanted to mention because it's very good for it. And it's a very good for just you seeing it firsthand. And it just shows you like the education issues because I mean, even the books that for red line areas, they probably not receiving the same up to date books because once again, they aren't receiving as much funding for it. So the books are becoming broken and stuff where they feel like they may break the books and stuff. So it's just worse education overall. It's older information that they're getting is more tri and archaic. But I just wanted to quickly mention that that it's a great movie. So you can actually get a better picture of what redlining is and how it affects people. With this all being said, I hope you have learned something new. It's saying to for another episode of Institute. Also, I'll put all the links down in the description and I will continue to try to make it so I'll give more up-to-date and more precise information on the things I'll be talking about in the future. Thank you, and I hope you have a good rest of your day.